Hello, and welcome to the Family Bookshelf. I am Nick, the game schooling dad, and with me is my wife Amber of AmbitionsForChrist.com. We're going today. We're going to tell you th- three book recommendations: two that we liked, and one that we'll tell you to skip. So the first one is called Live Not by Lies by Rod Dreher. And Live Not by Lies was an absolutely fantastic book. Very eye-opening. Definitely. One of our best reads this year, I'd say. Oh, easily. Easily. So so it's kind of a story of two books. The first half of the book is all about communism and Marxism. It's history, where it came from, a a brief biography of Karl Marx, you know, what it looks like, what it's about, why it's important, and really helps you pick out, you know, how our country is starting to follow these communist tendencies, and it's very scary. It's like, oh my goodness, this is happening before our very eyes. It's Yeah, I mean, it's basically a retelling of the nightly news before the nightly news happens. It's that point on point that with apropos its, of yeah. today yeah yes very i mean just scary stuff you put the book down like oh my goodness i can't believe you know how accurate this is and how scary and terrifying it is and then it gets to the really scary stuff in the second <laughs> half of the book which is these basically horror stories of people surviving and living through the communist regime of the USSR. And, you know, it's just these horror stories. And, and of course, stories of great hope and great faith and these people who survived and went through this and just like, oh my goodness, they lived through this? Yeah, exactly. I think the best part about this book is it is, I mean, it should be one of the most hopeless books you'll ever read. And yet when you hit the second half and you hear these true stories and you listen to what these people these actual people went through and how god sustained them through it and at the end of it you're just left in amazement and there is hope to it in spite of just the scary horribleness that is communism marxism and the ideology and what it leads to and i think that's really important with this book is it'll scare you and then it'll also encourage you at the same time that hope (laughs) is still there and even even if you don't want to get into the the Christian side of things, which is sad, and you should, and we're going to, you know, you should realize that you probably have never heard most of these stories of how horrible it was. I'd never heard these stories, and right. I grew up in the Christian faith. Yeah, yeah it's like, <laughs> it, I've never heard of any of this. I mean, one of the ones I still think about as a, as, a, as a fairly new father, you know, they were beating this guy in the cell, beating him, and then they, you know, he won't confess, he won't, you know, say he renounces God or anything like that. They finally bring in his 17-year-old son, you know, and they start beating his 17-year-old son, and, you know, he says he's going to do it, and his son tells him, you know, Dad, don't. Don't be a coward. And they beat his son to death. And that story just stuck with me so hard, and I almost uh. was got to cry reading this book. It's like these stories are things you've never heard of. They've they This has all been lost and hidden within the last just 30 years now. And it's exactly. absolutely terrifying that it is coming here, and they're already talking about putting people in camps. I mean, this is stuff that people have legitimately said because our history has been lost, and this book shows that. Yeah, and I think, I mean, the best part about this is it, they're referencing um, a quote from Alexander Solzhenitsyn. I don't know if I said <laughs> that a right. Good, that's a good Basically, <laughs> this book is just a bunch of... Letters very, put together that right, I can't pronounce very properly. Weird Russian names. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say that I, it's this quote where he says, "Live not by lies." And the whole point of this book is just to remind you to to let speak truth. It doesn't have to be you know a huge mm-hmm. glaring bullhorn, but speak truth into you know your family. Speak truth into your workplace. Speak truth into your church. 
And I think in today's world, we get so scared because we'll be canceled or we'll lose a friend or different things like that. And to realize that if we speak truth now, maybe, just maybe, we can avoid the ending that, you know, the Russians had to go through and walk through. So I think that's oh yeah, and we we, we can't all be brave enough to stand up to a crowd of of two three hundred people and say you know this is wrong don't do this a lot of us can't I mean a I, lot of I, us don't have two hundred or three hundred crowds yeah, around us I mean we don't you know, but we can be the person who's brave enough to say you know this is not right this is true this is not true to to one person to right. two people to, to a school know, board member to yeah. a you know maybe a friend that's kind of going down the wrong path and just not even just not believing in the lies that they're pushing exactly half of what half of 75 percent to 100 percent of what communism says is outright lies yeah you know and just not believing those lies and not living by those lies live not by lies so easily easily one of the top 10 books probably one of the top five if not number one book i've read all year um that's live not by lies by rod draher so to lighten it up a little bit after that, <laughs> <laughs> I picked one that would totally throw your curveball. It's called Deceased, and that's DC, like the DC Comics, because this is a comic book I'm talking uh-huh, about. I see what they did there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's it's basically you know Batman, Superman fighting zombies, which you of know, course <laughs> I am a huge DC comic fan. I love zombies. You know I love that kind of stuff, and this really surprised me because I was while I was expecting a very standard. You know, zombie novel, a very standard, you know, very, I don't know, lots of violence, lots of all this stuff. All of a sudden, all these overarching themes started coming through. All of a sudden, there's this guy worried about being a good father. All of a sudden, there's this guy worried about being a good husband. All of a sudden, they're, they're able to find a cure, and they don't just want to wipe everyone out who's a zombie. They want to actually save them and save lives and save the planet. And it's like, whoa wait a minute <laughs> that's totally different this is totally different than where a lot of the modern comics have gone with total leftist total wokeness and this is the opposite this is you know very strong sort of course there's violence of course there's you know bustily women who are drawn a little bit scantily if you will <laughs> you know not bad of course not my wife wouldn't let me read <laughs> something that bad you know but that's there and it's like all of a sudden these comics have these themes of like saving human life Human life is precious. Human life is valuable. A pro-life message in a comic book anymore, especially a, a modern comic book. I mean, so many of them are left-leaning or... Oh, yeah. At one point, they're, you know, they have to stand up to the, the leaders in this compound are doing the wrong thing. And they can see they're doing the wrong thing. And they have to stand up and say, no, we're not going to go along with this. You know, just like we were talking about Live Not By Lies. They have to say, no, we're not going to follow what we know is evil. And that's a huge thing, especially in today's world. I was amazed. A comic book had these themes. (laughs) That's awesome. And I think that's great for, yeah. I mean, it's nice to know that there's still, you don't have to read a nonfiction, you know, dry, cut and dry book like Live Not By Lies to see some of these messages coming out. You can also pick up these themes in you know, some lighter fare, like a comic oh, book, Oh, definitely. Too. And I think if you look at literature and movies and storytelling throughout history, it's conservative themes that win throughout. throughout. I mean, how many times do you see a woke mob or a cancel culture be the good guys? Not often. Right? It's not, <laughs> yeah. It's not the government that's the good guys in 1984, right? No. <laughs> so, you know, the, this was just one of those times where these themes really shone through, and I was really impressed by that. That's Deceased by Tom Taylor. 
Okay, so the last book I have is one for you to skip. It's called Monday's Not Coming by Tiffany Jackson. And I also believe they're making a movie of this as well. Okay. So this book, to set the stage here, is geared towards high school children. So keep that in mind when I tell you that it is full of sex, oral sex, underage drinking, swearing. uh, Explicitly. Oh, explicit, yes. Very explicit. uh, Bad language, uh, you know, talking about people's private parts with very crass and coarse language. Not something that's, you know, appropriate. Not something you want your children to hear. Not something you, I mean, not Not something something I wanted to hear. As a married couple, it's not even fun to listen to or read about. I had heard about this and I read it um, because it's in my library. It's like, what is this book? I'm going to get complaints on it. And it was like, oh my goodness, I cannot believe this is in my library. I cannot believe people have read this. I can't believe I haven't already gotten complaints on this. You know, it was surprising to me that it's so um, out there. And and even beyond that, if we just get past the writing itself, because a lot of great novels can have crass language. It, it exists. You it, know? Yeah, it we does. We can't ignore it. Although the fact that it's geared towards high school kids definitely changes that a little bit. Unfortunately, yeah, you have to look at your target audience for this book. Yes. <laughs> so even, even beyond that, the theme of the story here is it's another coming of age story about this girl becoming an adult, right? Uh, except instead of protecting her innocence, which is really what we should be doing, or looking at her innocence as something beautiful and sad that she has to give up, it becomes a race to see how fast she can give it up, how quickly she can give it up, and how wrong it is. At one point near the end of the book, when the theme should all be coming together, they call her virginity boring. You know, That's it, not good. Encouraging this girl that she should go be having sex. The exact opposite message these girls need to be hearing at this point in their life. Right. The exact opposite message any teenager should be hearing. Yeah. You know, your 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 innocence, you know, your not just your virginity, but the entire innocence of childhood is something that as a society we should protect and we should yeah. take care of and look after. Childhood in so quickly anyway of you know, the innocent side of it, not just the sexuality side, but just basic innocence of, you know, being able to see the world in, you know, as the beauty in the world that God's created Mm -hmm. and all that just gets stripped away so quickly anyway. And to want to speed that along and take that away, it's just, it's sad and it's disheartening to think of, you know, these kids that are reading these messages and thinking that, you know, if they do have any shred of innocence left after reading a book like this, you know, that they would actually then want to imitate that on top of it. it all. Because, I mean, now, yeah, their innocence is boring. Your innocence is what holds you back. And that's not the case at all. It's, it's beautiful. Anyone who's a parent and who has seen it knows that. Yeah. And you want your kids to have that light in their eyes for as long as you can. You protect them from the world. That's what you're called to do and supposed to do as a parent is protect them from this stuff to protect keep them innocent for as long as you can because it does it ends far too soon oh definitely you know, well and i i know i was reading stats just the other day of you know these girls that have had their innocence stripped of them at a younger and younger ages and been exposed to these you know harsh grown-up themes shall we say um the depression levels in them are 70 80 percent you know suicide rates spike among them and it's it's just sad because you really see that they are not designed, you know, these little girls are not designed to have their innocence stripped this quickly and to have them exposed to sexual behavior in this way. And there's costs that come with this. And unfortunately, these kind of books n- never show that side of it. No. They only show, you know, they make it seem glamorous, almost like, you know, smoking commercials from the 1960s made it sound glamorous to smoke. And now, obviously, we know there's 
downsides it's, to that glamorous. It's a, glorif- it's a glorification yeah. of, of growing up and growing old, which in the fact of the matter is that's not glorifying. It's, it's, it's sad. Not. It's, you know, um, it removes one of God's most precious gifts, you know, of, yeah. of that innocence of that time of childhood. Yeah. And we we're, again, we're called to protect children and this isn't protecting them. And so, um, the book Monday's Not Coming by Tiffany Jackson, I really wouldn't recommend it. Um, it's something that would really probably just break your heart, uh, make you think twice and probably make you, <laughs> make you question what you're giving your kids. And, and honestly, you should be, please, read what your kids are reading. Again, this is geared towards high school kids. I had never heard of it until I saw it in, uh, on YouTube uh, and some complaints there. So... That's, yeah, be uh, vigilant. It's out there. <laughs> be vigilant. So, uh, thanks for listening once again. I am Nick, the game schooling dad, and with me is Amber of ambitionsforchrist.com. Uh, see you next time.